Hey girl, hey! And welcome to the Self Love Fix Podcast, where we get relatable, we share tea, and we support each other on this journey of self-love, self-worth, personal development, self-esteem, and self-care. Because why wait until it's too late to start becoming the best version of ourselves? Let's start today. And I'm your host, Beatrice. So let's get into it. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Self Love Fix. I hope you are doing great as always. And I just wanted to start off the podcast by saying thank you again for the reviews. Some of you are leaving some really heartfelt deep reviews and it's just so heartwarming to read like I love reading them and um, it's helpful for other people too for for people who are trying to see if this podcast is for them or not and honestly just hearing that it is working for you it is helping you out is just it's amazing it's amazing to read and I really appreciate everyone who has left a review and if you haven't done it already please feel more than free to leave me a review um, and rate the podcast I'd really appreciate it now that I kind of jumped in and got that out of the way um, I also wanted to mention um, if you haven't checked out the three steps to radical self-forgiveness ebook that I recently made please go ahead and click on the link below in the show notes um, that way you can get your hand the whole um, ebook yeah it's right down there in the show notes um, so now that we got that also out of the way uh, I just wanted to say I hope that last week's episode, kind of maybe gave you some motivation got you back into doing whatever project or completing whatever project you wanted to complete and if you um, didn't know the last week we were talking about procrastinating lack of consistency and lack of drive um, and just kind of why we end up in that state and what we can do to get out of it because it's rough it's really rough if you've been there you know it's just it just feels like you'll never get out of that rut but it's nothing but a rut (laughs) you know it's a short kind of just time where you have to decide if you want to stay and be the same and do the same things or you want to get up and make something of your dreams and your aspirations so but I know it's tough I know it's tough So this week, we're going to take a completely different turn and talk about a topic that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. And this topic is don't chase him if he doesn't want you. Let me start off by saying this isn't going to be one of those podcasts where I talk about don't chase men, men should chase you, you know, like that's not the message here. In fact, if you want it, go and get it. That's, I, I think like in every situation, it's, it really just depends on how you feel and how they feel in terms of like who pursues who or whatever. I'm really not about that whole sit and wait for somebody to come for you. If you want to go and get them get them if you want to wait wait you know what I mean like it's totally up to you this is more so talking about how we shouldn't 
feel like we need to chase something or someone that doesn't want us back. And a lot of times we feel shame for it. We feel, or people even shame us for it, for trying to chase somebody who is clearly like not that into us. And this podcast isn't about shaming you. Instead, it's about helping you see why this pattern ends up hurting you more than anything. Because I feel like there's just enough shame, especially on social media about this. Because there's levels and layers to this. There's reasons why people chase people who don't want them back. It's it's You would think it's kind of like common sense, like, oh, you know, the person doesn't want you back. Why do you keep going to them? But honestly, I'll even share some of like the reasons why I used to do it. Um, there's really just different reasons why somebody might do that. But does that mean it's okay? Does that mean it's healthy? No. But we're going to talk more about it and figure out how we can go from a place of longing for and chasing, you know, a guy who is just not that interested in you to only giving your attention and affection to people who actually deserve it. So have you ever dated a guy or talked to a guy or anything like that and find that you're really engaged, you're wanting to get to know them, you're asking all these questions, you're, you know, giving them your time and you feel like you're just not getting that back or you feel like they're giving some effort back but it's just not at, at the same level as you. It's just kind of like they're just kind of there, kind of going with the motions you know, they're not exactly not withdrawing. I mean, they're not exactly withdrawing, but they're not exactly giving you the same kind of energy you're giving them kind of a thing. Or even just vice versa, they flat out aren't giving you any kind of attention. They're just kind of they they like respond to you but it's like one word answers or they're just not really doing too much just not giving effort at all kind of a thing but you still feel like you just for some reason want to keep pursuing them or for some reason you just really want to get to know them more um one of the reasons i think that we might do this is because of just kind of seeking that validation um whether or not we realize it, sometimes we can end up perceiving this person not responding to us in the way that we want them to or not engaging with us in the way that we want them to, to be a form of rejection. So us pursuing them even more so or trying to keep the conversation going even when they're not really even too much doing the same with us, it's kind of a way for us to see if we can be accepted in some way. It's crazy, but rejection or the feeling of rejection really plays a big role in this. And we might not actually like realize this on a conscious level that we feel rejected, but our attempt at trying to get these people to almost like us or to want to be around us by reaching out to them, even when they're not trying to reach out back <laughs> to us, is really us trying to feel accepted or trying to change the narrative because we feel rejected to some people that's a painful experience even though it's something as small as you know just some guy that's not giving you the attention that you need um 
to some people, it's just not an easy thing to bear. And I was one of those people. I mean, definitely, like in college, I could not bear the thought of someone just rejecting me, especially if they previously had shown me that they cared about me or they had shown me that they were here for me. And then out of nowhere, I'm experiencing them withdraw. Like to me, I just could not bear the thought like, oh my gosh, they're rejecting me. They're rejecting me. I have to fix this. I literally thought that it was my job to fix my feeling of rejection by trying to get the person who rejected me to accept me. It's like crazy when you actually think about it. But, you know, when you're experiencing it, it makes perfect sense for some reason. I remember there was this one guy that I dated for a short time, thankfully, (laughs) um, that, you know, in the beginning, he was all really nice. He was super charming. He was texting me every other day or calling me every other day, really. And then out of nowhere, he just dropped all of it, like all of it for no reason, just stopped. And at the time, it drove me crazy. I was just like, how do you just go from talking to someone nearly every day to just saying nothing. And honestly, at the time, I really thought, okay, what you won't do (laughs) is make me feel rejected. So what I'm going to do is get crazy and start blowing up your phone. Not blowing up your phone. I didn't do that. It was more like I just texted him every other couple of days, like, hey, like, what's going on? Like, kind of a thing. And he just completely changed like he would respond to me but it would be very flat or very dull kind of no emotion and I just couldn't understand it and drove me crazy and I was like I have to understand I have to figure it out I have to have control over the situation and now looking back on it I'm just like oh no <laughs> that's not how we deal with it if people want to leave let them leave like we we can't try to make sense of it we can't try to get them to get back to how things were that's not how it works everything outside of you is outside of your control if somebody wants to be in your life one day and like all in it all for you and then the next day they just don't for whatever reason let them just let them because that's not for you to figure out and it has absolutely nothing to do with you it's whatever's going on with them that made them be inconsistent like that and not be communicative First of all, is communicative a word? Because sometimes I just be making up words. Um, Let's just say if they're not being in good communication with you or anything like that, it has nothing to do with you. It's just the way that they're functioning as a human being. And do you want that? And that's something I didn't have the ability to ask myself back then. Like I didn't have the ability to be like, okay, he's not being consistent with you. Um, He's not treating you the way you want to be treated at this point in time. Uh, let's leave him alone. He's not worth it, right? I I couldn't I couldn't have that ability to really say those kind of things to myself back then because I didn't have like the the clarity and the I guess sense of self worth and self love that I do now because it's a process. This whole thing is a process. So please don't beat yourself up either if you haven't gotten to this point because it takes time like I want you to know that if you're on the other side where I was like that person I'm I'm describing who I was not too long ago 
you know, it takes time. I was there too. And you can get to a place where you can be like, you know what? If you want to play games, play games. Go ahead. Keep playing. Play all day. Monopoly. <laughs> I'm not going to play with you kind of a thing, you know? Um, it just takes time. And honestly, if you're in a place where you're recognizing, hmm, maybe, just maybe, this person is no longer interested in me and I should just move on and find somebody who is interested in me and somebody who will meet me where I'm at. If you can even do that much, if you're starting that thinking, you're already doing so good for yourself because a lot of people can't even get to that place. So clap for yourself. Just go ahead. Clap for yourself right now if you're even in that place. Doing the action to actually avoid this person is just another hurdle, just another hill that you'll also get over. So sometimes what ends up happening when we chase somebody who doesn't really want us back or is just not that into us is sometimes we end up settling and thinking, I know how I can get him to want me or I know how I can get him to be interested in me again. Is sometimes we end up thinking, if I sleep with him, maybe, just maybe, then he'll want me back. That's for sure going to work. You know, sometimes we think if I just get him in bed and give him something that he wants, then maybe it might work in my favor. Maybe I can kind of trap him. Maybe I can kind of keep him there. And there's absolutely no shame for people who, you know, just want to have casual relationships, casual situationships. Is that something I'm interested in? No, but that's just me. If that's something you're interested in, cool. But what I'm saying is sometimes you're actually genuinely interested in getting to know a person, but they're just not really vibing with you in the way that you want them to. They're not giving you the attention that you need them to, or they're just not meeting you at your energy level. They're just not acting as interested in you as you would like them to be. Sometimes we think that we have to sleep with them to to get that attention, to get that affection. And then what ends up happening is, you know, another cycle of hurt and rejection because some of these guys will really just hop on. They'll have no problem contributing to confusing your feelings and confusing your emotions by sleeping with you even though they know you're interested in them and they know they're not interested in you back. And they're just like, well, whatever, let me just hop in bed with her and I'll just, that'll be it. I'm not even going to talk to her after that. I'm going to just let her go. And then, you know, if they don't text you or call you after, it just, it continues to hurt, doesn't it? Like it makes you feel even more rejected and it makes you feel even more sad. I've definitely been there myself. I really try to convince myself that, oh, if I just do this one thing, if I just do this, then maybe he'll realize just who I am and how he needs me in his life. Yeah, that's definitely not how it works. Um, If people can't see you for who you are and they can't recognize your worth from day one, they're never going to see you or recognize your worth. They're just not. Um, that's just how it is. And I really did not realize that at the time I had done this to myself over and over and over. I really convinced myself that this was how I could get men to accept me. And it took me quite a while to realize 
that I don't have to do acrobats, bend over backwards, and do a performance for somebody to recognize who I am and recognize my worth and recognize that I'm worthwhile and worth spending time with. I don't have to. I, I really shouldn't have to do a performance. You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't have to feel like you have to take extra steps or do things you're not necessarily ready to do or act like somebody you don't want to act like to get somebody to want to spend time with you. It should just be that you talk with them, you speak with them, and if they see in you what you see in yourself, they'll let you know right away. I mean, they won't tell you, like, uh, you know, all these lovey-dovey things right away, but what I mean is, like, they'll let you know that they see you in the way that they treat you. That's that's really just it. I think a lot of times we try to complicate it like, oh, well, maybe he's just kind of shy or, oh, well, maybe he's just not the um, texting type. No, <laughs> it's not. Trust me. It's not, oh, he's not the calling type. He's not the texting type. Oh, maybe he's just shy. Oh, maybe he just doesn't really know how to. No, he knows how to. He's just not that interested in you, and it's a hard pill to swallow, especially if in your life you've been rejected a lot of times um, or you've felt rejected a lot of times. It can be painful to experience that yet again from people you're actually interested in. That's a, that's a different kind of painful rejection. You know, when you're interested in someone and then you realize they're not just, they're just not that interested in you, but we can't be for everybody. At the end of the day, we can't be for everybody. Not everybody's going to like us. It says nothing about our appearance. It says nothing about um, who we are, you know, deep down inside, like our character. It just means that you just might not be for a particular person and that's okay, but you will be for somebody. It might take time, but you'll find that person or that person will find you but you don't have to bend over backwards do some acrobats and try to decode a text message or decode a phone call to figure out you know what I mean I feel like that's something we feel like we have to do that we have to decode these phone calls and text messages like oh I wonder what he thinks about me trust me it'll be very clear it's very clear think about when you like somebody or think about when you're interested in somebody isn't isn't it clear now, when you're a child, you know, it might not be as clear, right? We're, we're kind of coy. We don't really want to tell people how we feel. But when you're in your 20s or your 30s and you're grown, you're pretty clear about how you feel. And it's the same thing on the other side um, with these men. They, they can be clear too. So don't you don't need to feel like you have to make excuses for how they interact with you. If they like you, it's going to be clear. If they're interested in you, it's going to be clear. And if they're not clear, well, then good. Then you don't need to waste your time. In fact, thank them. Thank them for not being clear so that you can be on your way and find somebody who is clear. Because you deserve that. You deserve somebody who is open with their communication about how they feel because who wants to be in a relationship anyways with somebody who you have to decode how they feel or you have to try and decide if they actually care about you kind of a thing Mm -mm, we're not doing that no more we're not doing that Uh uh-uh sorry I just felt it in my spirit because (laughs) because I realized how much I actually really am serious about this I'm not doing it and you shouldn't do it either you know what I mean like I just feel like we deserve to have that clarity. Another thing that might cause you to feel like you need to chase somebody who just isn't trying to chase you back is if you have maybe an anxious attachment style. 
Um, I'm not a psychologist. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. I am not a psychologist. But if you didn't know, our attachment styles form when we are babies and basically our attachment style is something that we develop based on the environment that we grew up in so if your parents or your caregivers weren't consistent in the way that they you know gave you affection attention or the way that they responded to you when you were scared or afraid or fearful or you know any of those kind of emotions one of the things that can happen to you is you can form an anxious attachment style, which is when you meet people, whether it's friends or it's people that you are interested in romantically, you can get attached to them like that, like within an instant, as in you feel like they're the love of your life if we're talking romantic partners or if they are your friends you can feel like oh my gosh this is my best friend I know I've only known you for five minutes but I feel like you're my best friend so that anxious attachment style can cause you to feel like you need to chase someone that is clearly not you know responsive or not wanting to chase you back because in your mind you've attached to them on site you've that because that's your attachment style you've attached to them on site and so when they reject you or they're not attaching back you feel like oh my gosh this is this is disrupting what I thought I knew I need to have them in my life because if I don't I'm going to lose it because I am attached so this is all happening in the subconscious you're not aware of this because I'm sure you're not walking around like I have anxious attachment style I need to make sure you know I'm sure you're not thinking that in your mind but um it's all in the subconscious so that might be a reason again I'm not a psychologist um this is just from my own experiences and my own observations I used to have anxious attachment style. Um, I'm talking within 10 minutes of meeting a guy, I would just be like, I'm going to marry him. I mean, it was pretty ridiculous. It was, um, it was pretty ridiculous, but it's a part of my story. It's a part of who, you know, I used to be and I'm always growing and developing and it's not your fault. If you have an anxious attachment style, it it makes life difficult, but it's not your fault. And it's something that therapy can definitely help with. It helps me out tremendously. And, um, but yeah, that just, that's just another idea that might be something that could be causing you to feel like you need to chase someone. If ever you were wondering, why do I keep chasing these people? I know that they're not interested in me. It might just be, be because you have anxious attachment style again, not a psychologist. Um, I would definitely talk to one though about that if you feel like you might have that going on um, or do some research even online. But I think I got a little sidetracked there. I was trying to say earlier, if I could um, give any advice, I would just say that someone not wanting you back is not a form of rejection. I know it feels like it. I know it kind of feels like a blow to your ego. But trust me, we can't be for everybody and somebody out there is for you and this person just might not be it. And even if it happened 10 times in a row, it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you as an individual. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person or just not a lovable person. It just means that you weren't for those people. And I just really want to drive that home because I don't know about you, but there was a time where I would literally think to myself, okay, if five guys in a row don't like me back, 
it must be me. There's something wrong with me. And granted, I did have some, you know, of my own emotional issues to sort through, but it's not that I wasn't attractive or it's not that I wasn't capable of being a good partner. It's just that those people just weren't that into me. And I'm not going to spend my energy or my time with people who are just not that into me when there's people out there who are just that into me. You know what I mean? And I just hope the same for you. I hope that you can keep that same energy. I think that's what the kids are saying. I love how I say the kids when I think I still am a kid. I'm 24, but (laughs) I just want you to keep that same energy um, and don't think that you need to settle for somebody who's not even interested in you. This life is way, 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 way too short to be entertaining people who are not that interested in you. It doesn't make sense. Two plus two equals four. And in that equation, that doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, you probably don't know what I meant right there because even I don't know what I meant there. But what I'm trying to say is life is way too short to be messing with these people who don't like you back when there's so many who will. Just takes time. All right, that wraps up our episode for this week. Thank you so much for listening and tuning into the Self Love Fix. And I will see you next time.